Now to the latest developments in the situation between Canada and India. Now this, of course, after Prime Minister Trudeau accused the government of India of involvement in the killing of Canadian Sikh leader Hardeep Singh Nijar. Nijar was killed three months ago at the Guru Nanak Sikh Gurdwara in Surrey. So it brought about a situation in Ottawa that you rarely see. The leaders of the Liberals, Conservatives and the NDP on the same side of an issue. This news came as Canada expelled a top-level Indian diplomat from Canada. And this morning, India retaliated by expelling a Canadian diplomat. Let's get the latest on this situation in Ottawa now with David Aiken, our chief political correspondent for Global News. David, good morning. Good morning, Simi. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Boy, this came as a real shocker yesterday, I guess. What is the latest on that this morning? It, it, it did come as a shock yesterday, but in retrospect, when we think about Prime Minister uh, Trudeau's recent trip to India for the G20 meetings, uh, now some things start to fall in place. We know, for example, that at those meetings, uh, Canada sort of abruptly announced uh, cancellation of trade missions and uh, cessation of trade talks. And we now know why. That's because, as the Prime Minister Trudeau himself said yesterday, he was bringing up the evidence that Canadian officials had gathered about India's complicity in this murder to India Prime Minister Narendra Modi himself. So the two met, and uh, this was something that Trudeau confronted Modi with. We're also learning yesterday from our public safety minister, uh, Dominic LeBlanc, that our top national security official, Jody Thomas, she traveled to India to speak to her counterparts in Indian intelligence to say, listen, we've got the drop on you. You guys were involved in this killing. And it looks like the response from Prime Minister Modi and Indian security officials was not sufficient, not not to the liking of, of the Canadian government. And that's why we saw this extraordinary moment yesterday in the House of Commons uh, when all three party leaders, notably, of course, Jagmeet Singh, who, of course, as I think everybody knows, is is uh, a sick person himself, uh, gave a very impassioned speech in the House of Commons, spoke in Punjab as well, in Punjabi as well, uh, briefly in the House. Um, all, all parties are on side, uh, saying this is a threat to Canada's sovereignty. Now the Prime Minister is off to the United Nations today. It's a pre-planned trip. It's the UN's Leaders' Week. This is going to be top of mind for many leaders because this has major geopolitical implications. The U.S. has been trying to get India to be a strategic counterweight to China in the Indo-Pacific, and the White House has sort of overlooked some of the increasing authoritarian tendencies of Indian PM. Modi, and uh, and now this complicated whole relationship of India with the West. There's a lot of moving parts to this story. Boy, it sure sounds like it. So, what do we know about what the Prime Minister has told the leaders of other countries? Because he he did reach out to some of them, didn't he? Yes. All we know is uh, he told them more than he's told us or put on the public record. Uh, yesterday in the House and afterwards uh, uh, with uh, government officials. Uh, all, all they would speak about was, quote, credible evidence collected by Canadian intelligence authorities. But one has to assume that more than more details have been passed on to our allies. Um, certainly there's, again, when we speak of the global implications, as I know everybody in Metro Vancouver knows, Canada has a gigantic sick population that finds its roots in the Punjab, in India. Um, but so does Australia. So does the U.K., very big uh, diaspora populations. And both uh, leaders in those countries are worried about the stifling of free speech, free expression among their citizens. So I'm certain that Prime Minister Trudeau would have been telling uh, leaders in those countries more details. 
certainly the Five Eyes intelligence system, that's our intelligence gathering among our allies, is sharing information about this. Uh, because there's the crime certainly has been committed in Canada, and Canadian authorities still want to bring whatever individual was involved in that crime to justice. And of course, as you know, there's nobody yet been charged in that murder. Now, David, how extraordinary is this? Has Canada ever done something like this before that you can think of? Well, it, 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 it's extraordinary. There's no question about it. And, and it's extraordinary because there's been great hopes for the strengthening of the Canada-India relationship because India is the world's largest democracy. Um, there, India is committed to trade, for example. Maybe not the kind of free trade we would like, but India is, because it's a democracy, is committed to upholding international norms, the international rule of law. And that is something that the prime minister was looking for from India. That's what Prime Minister Trudeau was saying yesterday. He's looking for India to acknowledge these norms. India, of course, as we know, and, you know, I, I, I was, I've, been, I've been in India a couple of times with Prime Minister Stephen Harper, and the Indian press can be incredibly uh, hypersensitive, defensive, when there is any hint of India being criticized, and that is certainly the case right now. I mean, if you read, uh, you know, some titles like the Hindustan Times today, uh, you know, Prime Minister Trudeau in Canada generally being ripped as uh, harboring Khalistani terrorists and so on. This is not new. This is something that's been going on for, for ages and ages. The last time relations between India and Canada were this bad, you could argue they're even worse now, was when India developed a nuclear bomb using Canadian technology back in the 1970s when Pierre Trudeau uh, gave India can-do technology to be used for peaceful purposes, and India then used it uh, to develop a weapon. Stephen Harper's first trip to India was to renew that nuclear relationship. And I remember I was there in the, on the ground, and we, we asked in a rare press conference the Indian prime minister at the time, you know, what guarantees do, does Canada have this time that India wouldn't use it for nuclear, uh, for, for weapons technology? And as I mentioned, the Indian press just hit our heads off for even having the temerity to ask that question. So right now, uh, India-Canada relations at a, right there at, at the worst it's ever been. David, thank you very much for that update this morning. Sure, no problem.